Hello and welcome to the Number My Day Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, DC. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ashton, making sure everything's good. Yeah, she's checking to make sure I hit record. <laughs> so, how are you doing today, Ashton? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Today is a, a topic that I have learned the hard way. And it is the importance of humility as a Christian entrepreneur. Yeah. So we're going to discuss humility in business. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, of course, as Christian entrepreneurs, we need humility because the Bible instructions too. But there are a few reasons why it is important for us mm-hmm. to, to uh, have humility. And one of the reasons is it helps us build better relationships. Yeah. It helps us learn and grow. Yep. And it helps us serve others. Yeah. All three things that are pertinent when it comes to building a business. Yeah. I like to read Philippians 2, 3 through 4, and it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not only looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Mm-hmm. So, by putting the needs of others before our own, mm-hmm. uh, we can build better relationships. Oh, yeah. And we do that by showing other people how we value them. Mm-hmm. And even more so in our businesses, showing others how much we value them uh, is a reciprocal effect. It is. And I I think this always kind of trickles into customer service, but it also is your customers, your employees, and your vendors that... You're giving grace. You're appreciative. If if you have a great employee that's doing something wonderful, it's not, well, that's their job, whatever. But, you know, you encourage them. You're thankful that they're there. These, um, I mean, you can imagine the longevity of employment that you'll have from your employees when they feel appreciated, when they feel mm. that they're contributing to your vision, your goal, your business, as opposed to just feeling like another little number on a list. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's humility to to be humble enough to mm-hmm. um, treat people correctly and even a little higher and more above yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you read the book, uh, Tell of Two Cities, which you know, I read it in. If it was in school, in no. High school English, the Tell of Two Cities. Well, I would like to give an example of the Tell of Two entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right. And on one hand, there's this entrepreneur who... Uh, I'm not going to say any names. These Uh-oh. are real life s- scenarios. <laughs> so on one hand, there's an entrepreneur who they make a ton of money. They're, they're sales driven. They're just a salesperson and they just push, 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 push. And only thing that matters is the numbers. The bottom line. Yeah. Yes. And there's a lot of pride there. There's, there's a lot of, uh, oh, I sold this. Oh, I did this. Oh, this, this, the numbers we're bringing in. This is what we're doing. Uh, how about the customer? Oh, you know, operations can handle that. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Like we, we, sales feeds the business and it, you know, sales, you need sales you to feed the business. It doesn't sustain the business. I would like mm-hmm. to say that it definitely feeds doesn't retain it. customers. Right. And then there's a entrepreneur on the other hand who seeks to serve mm-hmm. that. Okay. What can I do to help you? Goes the extra mile to make sure that the, the customers are taken care of to the point that the customer's want to pay them almost whatever they have. They'll pay them before they even ask because they know that they're going to take care of this person. Yeah. Right. So uh, let's fast forward this. The first business owner ends up filed bankruptcy because he's being sued by clients mm-hmm. because he's not performing 
on the projects he's selling, selling a ton of stuff, <laughs> but but not sticking around long enough to make sure it's taken care of. And this right. is the owner of the business. Yeah. So it cares about sales, but if you own that business, you have to care about operations as well. All of it. Right? This other business owner, mm-hmm. which is what I already just said, uh, the client's want to give them money. And I got to tell you, uh, similar with me, with a a business that just serves me and I actually have that feeling that they want to take care of me, mm-hmm. I want to spend my money with them. Like yeah. if I have to do this, I would rather pay you yeah. to do this for me. Well, interesting that you're going to talk about probably your, your humility journey, but the latter is you, you know what I mean? Um, our background in construction, real estate, uh, remodeling and all that stuff. We've had numerous clients that can speak of being taken care of or not taken care of from others and mm-hmm. love to work with you. You know, you answer your phone, mm-hmm. you do what you say you're going to do. And even your vendors, there's so many vendors that when corp corporations, you know, when you're working for corporations and they were not allocating funds, right. You would guys that knew that you'd take care of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I think that's just how you run it. So yes, you've had personal issues with it, but we've just seen to care about people, you know, um, and all that other stuff can get daunting, but to care about people. If, if we think about for us with remodeling, if I'm going to come into somebody's home and remodel their home, in a certain way. And if I was the customer, would I want you coming in here with dust all over the place? You could care less doing what you say. I don't want that. So I've got to treat you how I'd want you to come into my home. And that's for every service, whether you're mm-hmm. buying a car, mm-hmm. whether you've got a, a website building business, anything, mm-hmm. you've got to treat that customer better than you'd want to be treated. Yes. Because yes. I wouldn't want to be on the other side of that being mm. treated the way if I'm doing poorly, being treated poorly. I, I wouldn't stand for it. It's horrible. So uh, pride comes before the fall. It, does. it is going to happen. And I have experienced it myself. Pride comes <laughs> it does. before the fall. It does. Don't be deceived. It is yeah. always going to come. Yeah. And you always love to put about storing your treasures. Sometimes you're like, oh, my gosh, I have all this amazing blah, blah, blah. But we're storing our treasures in heaven, you know? Mm hmm. Um, that scripture, I like forgetting the past, but we're pressing towards the mark for Christ, for heaven, not Mm -hmm. for here to say how many zeros, how many people did we manipulate and rise higher and higher and higher. Mm -hmm. You don't get to take any of that with you. Oh my goodness. And you'll be so, that's the thing. You'll be so lonely Mm -hmm. in the end because people don't want to be around people like that. In Matthew 16, 26, what is the profit if you gain the whole world, but lose your soul? There's nothing. You is nothing no but profit. damnation. That's what you get from it. Yikes. That's what hurts so much when I see entrepreneurs and their mind is just wrapped around the money because I've seen myself that way. Yes. Uh, especially early on. Oh, yeah. Starting a business in 20s. Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire by this age. 30. And just to truly understand the importance of things right now as I sit, like the money is, is just a byproduct of operating a good business. Yeah. And we reap what we sow. Mm-hmm. So if we are in a business and we're, we, we are sowing good things, we're going to reap good things. Yes. It will always come back to us, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. Press down. It will. Run it will it always over. come back yeah. to us. And I, I would like to give two uh, real world examples. Okay. Uh, one of the examples is when uh, I went to a potential client's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this was Years ago, uh, man, man, he had all this water damage. He wanted me to inspect it for him. And he told me, hey, 
I was told that my whole shower, this whole side, the the bathroom needs to be replaced. And I was quoted, it was eight to ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I was quoted eight to ten thousand dollars to get this replaced. And so, you know, somebody else, you could take that and say, Oh man, I could say, hey, seventy five hundred yeah, and I'd get yeah, the job, right? Yeah. And so I, I I did my due diligence. I didn't take his word for it. I went through, uh, did my own inspection of it, and I said, you know what? Really, this is a three hundred dollar repair. Like we just need to replace this and, you know, we just have to, to patch uh, that and we're good to go. And you know what happened? I ended up remodeling his whole house for him mm-hmm. and then everything else. He just called me and I did all the work. Mm-hmm. And so that shows an example of not trying to get everything right now, which a lot of entrepreneurs do. And early entrepreneurs. They try yeah, to get you know everything I mean? right now. Be honest mm-hmm. and be be humble. Mm hmm. Because that takes humility. Mm-hmm. And another example I like to give is uh, the real estate side of things. Yeah, I went to a property with a, a group of investors I'm part of mm-hmm. and the whole uh, method of operation yeah. of this company. So we we like to help people out first. And we're talking about uh, serving first, mm-hmm. right? We like to help people out first and and deal with the rest. Mm-hmm. So in dire situations, yes. usually people who are losing homes and stuff. They lose, losing homes actually care about them. Right. And so, you know, in real estate, you have to figure values. You have to, you know, come up with them with yourself, the market value, all that type of stuff, make an offer. And we went to this house in Los Angeles and excuse me, the homeowners, they, you know, wanted to get rid of the property. And we went through and we were talking with them. And what happened is, is that they ended up giving us the property and we found out that we weren't the like the highest offer. Mm-hmm. We we didn't offer the highest price, but they felt the best with us. They felt we would take care of mm-hmm. them. And then it ended up with us buying the property off. And like we said, we gave them extra time, which yeah. a lot of other investors wouldn't do that. We gave, them, we gave them extra time mm-hmm. to make sure they're settled. And then on the last day, we we prayed with them. Mm-hmm. We said, you know what? Can we pray with you? And we were all there crying, man. <laughs> they're like, we, you guys just treated us so well. Mm-hmm. And those, People, those are yeah. examples that it's not all about like money. You know how, how, how better I feel when I help somebody out versus getting money from them? That's what it's about. It's just, it's, it's about others. I think a servant, a servant, you know, we are here in the Easter season and it's a servant mentality, you know, I, you liked that scripture and then right under there, it's talking about though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. If the son of God can say, you know what? Let me put my credentials to the side while I'm here on earth dealing with these folks. He took the humble position of a slave. If God incarnate and man said, I will serve, how can I not serve? How can I not when I have op, when I have resources and services and products to help others? How can I not serve them? But uh-uh, what's in it for me? He did not look for anything. He was the solution and God in the flesh. And he humbled himself to serve. I'm like that. If 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 I get nothing else from this, if Jesus served when he had he could be like, you know what, man, I just came here to die for you folks. I'm gone. But he served. He served. He came lowly on a donkey. 
You know what I mean? He didn't have a, you know, um, a Rolls Royce of, of chariots taking him all over town from city to city. Jesus came in on a donkey. He came on a donkey. Right. Not in a chariot with stallions dragging it. And he could have. And I mean, if he right. was filled with gold, it would have been right. It'd been like, mm. well, he's a he's the king of kings. He didn't. He mm. served people. And Jesus on this earth, he, he walked this earth to die for our sins. He also came here to show us the perfect example of how we should live our lives. Yeah. And there is no pride in Jesus. When I, you think of when you think of Jesus, yeah, right, Jesus, God the Son, who was here when the heavens and the earth were created, yeah, who helped create the heavens and the I earth. I know, right? I mean, in, in uh, John one, he was the Word, and the Word was and God, the, and the Word, the word was word God. God, yeah, right. and the Word became flesh in Jesus, and Jesus humbled Himself to serve. Us. You said he has no, he had no pride. And you know what I was, when I was, we were looking over this, I thought to myself, you know what I thought about? I thought about the stench of pride. I think as we've oh, been maturing, Jeez, I know. we just, you know, we, we all have our pride moments. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes we look back and was like, gosh, I was just so full of myself. I just thought I was mm-hmm. this and this and that. Man, but pride reeks. It stinks. It does. Arrogance reeks. And I think as you begin to think about somebody's like, gosh, they're just so freaking arrogant. Yeah. It just, re- it's like a green cloud of stench. Yeah. And Christ, who had all the right to be elevated, mm-hmm. did not. You know, and I just, you know, make sure that we, we I don't reek of arrogance and pride. Oh, please. Because it's, for us, it's like nauseating now because I think it we've is. seen ourselves it and is. was like, who do you think you yeah. are? You're no, you're it's not any I, better than them. It's because when I see that, it's like, it reminds me of how I used yeah, to like, be. Oh. And then I cringe. <laughs> like, oh my, I can't believe that. I used to act like right, that. Right. Like, God, forgive right. me. Thank you for giving me. You know? And you feel sorry, but it's like, it's so obnoxiously loud that we think so highly of ourselves <laughs> and that we're, you know, we're just sinners <laughs> saved by grace who God is so patient in oh, dealing man. with us to like, get yourself yeah. together, start acting on what you're oh, professing, man. you know, but like we live here, try to achieve this to be better than, <laughs> and then we leave it all here to rot or to be given to somebody else to spin or, or to yeah. use it's yeah. just useless. <laughs> you know? I, I'd yeah. rather roll up into heaven like, oh, man, look at that. <laughs> look what I have in heaven. Yes. I mean, I can envision it with my earthly mind, but yeah. I know it's so much greater. That's the that's the, the key for me. That's the kicker is that how beautiful this earth is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can go to Hawaii. I remember oh, I on our honeymoon, we went to Kauai and we saw this fern grotto really? and it's like, just gorgeous. He took a picture. I took like, a picture of it. That doesn't look like, like it. What it the heck so is this? <laughs> in person, but yeah. It like just jumped out to you how how gorgeous the waterfalls and mm-hmm. and the the mountains, the beaches, and everything. But we're gonna get to heaven. It's gonna be so Blow much more. Mind. So much more. Yeah. Anyways, I'm an outdoors person, so you know, I kind of love love nature. So number two. <laughs> Uh, another reason why humility is so important for us is that it, it helps us to grow. Mm-hmm. And I like to read Proverbs eleven two, and it says that when pride comes, then comes disgrace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with humility comes wisdom. Mm-hmm. So by approaching, by approaching our businesses with humility, we can gain so much more, so much more insight that we need in order to make better decisions and to become you know, more successful yeah. with, with humility. 
I think humility too. Like God can't deal with, he, he can't be dealing with all that. But when we come humble to him, God, I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't have all the answers, but now I'm humble and pliable to be molded, to be shaped, to be able to take advice and help. You know, these people that are so prideful and arrogant that they can't take any help. We know it says ask, seek, and knock, but there's a lot of pride that keeps people from asking, keeps people from seeking because we're afraid it'll reveal um, insecurities or inadequacies. Mm -hmm. But God is saying, humble yourself because I can do those things. Mm -hmm. I can help you with those. I can send people your way. But if you're so prideful, you're blind. (laughs) Usually you're blind. It's like, you just can't even see. It is. And and to be just to be real, Mm -hmm. if some of the most arrogant, prideful, know-it-all people they're some of the dumbest people I know. Do you know that? <laughs> They're some of the dumbest you people really I know. know it's like the the humblest, most successful people out there in the world, like true success. They are so humble. Mm-hmm. Like every person I know I can think of, just right, I can just spit off like probably five to ten people off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. They're humble. Yeah. And they're excellent in what they do because they've humbled themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can only learn and grow if you humble yourself. Right. Because if you know everything, then you don't. Can't learn anything. Can't learn anything because you already know everything. <laughs> it's a cycle of stupidity. But when you are willing to say, I don't know it all, then I can be taught. Then I can be teachable. And if we're teachable, uh, we will grow. And you know, among those dumb people, <laughs> when I was young, I mean, some of the, the dumbest mistakes I've made is because I thought I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Some of the dumbest mistakes that I've made is because I did not seek wise counsel. counsel. That was I didn't week. humble myself. And that's the, that was you the big thing. You won't seek it if you're not that humble. That was the big thing is yeah. that I didn't humble myself because, oh, I got this. I, don't I, I can you. do this. Yeah. Yet this person over there, I could ask them because they've done it 10 times over mm-hmm. successfully. So don't do that, sir. That, that'll, you'll end up. But I'm going to blaze a trail. Over. I'm going to blaze a path. I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. Some of the dumbest mistakes I've made. Yeah. Mm. And so you know what? Some of those dumbest mistakes I've made did they grew you they humbled me yeah humble you they humble me yeah i think about you know really we're basically saying 15 years ago what could you this is a weird question but what could have been said or what can you say to that person <laughs> i'll edit that this out this is my nose <laughs> running at least i have a clinic this time <laughs> hopefully i don't have any boogers in my nose Am I good? You're you're good. I don't know if you're on or off camera. Come on, camera. <laughs> um, what can, as you're talking now and you're saying these foolish mistakes you made mm-hmm. because they were out of pride, the lack of ability to humble yourself to seek wise counsel. What can you say to yourself? I don't know if you would have listened, depending if you're in pride. But what can you say mm-hmm. or encourage, especially young people? So maybe there is someone in their early twenties right now listening, mm-hmm. and you'd love to save them even a couple of the failures that you've experienced are the, the wasted time. What can you say to them in reference to their pride? Mm, that's a good question because when it comes pride, mm-hmm. right, there has to be a, a moment of humility to, to accept any advice. Mm-hmm. But what I would say to myself, okay. knowing what I do now is you can save yourself mm-hmm. a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of hard ache. Mm-hmm. If you just pause yeah. and seek wise counsel, seek out somebody that might have a little more experience than you yeah. 
and just consider what they say. Mm-hmm. Just consider. And I, I say to anybody listening to this and even some, some, uh, some guys that I mentor, mm-hmm. right, is because I see people that are going down the same pathway that I went down. And they're just running all over the place, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to do this, trying to do that. I just want to just say, stop. <laughs> Gosh, like, stop. <laughs> like, like, like you're, you're 20 something. Yeah. You're 20 something. That's what you said. You don't have to rush. Mm-hmm. Like, take your time, seek the Lord, mm-hmm. and seek wise counsel. Your days are just pause. Just pause to do it. Yeah. What I would say as the woman on the outside looking in when, you know, we were in it together, but I can't, I can't make you do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, God had to kind of pull you down to your knees. In those moments when I looked on our circle of influence, it was very non-existent. The Mm -hmm. few people that we had of influence turned out to not, they turned out to be um, wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm -hmm. So I feel that it's very important to put a godly sphere of influence around you. Even Mm -hmm. if you're busy and you're going to hustle and go, go, go. That's what's going to allow you to be prideful and seek and da da da. But you've got to have a circle of people around you. You do. Because if not, you get in your own mind and you can always re explain. The enemy's excellent at taking lies and we can decide to believe them as truth mm-hmm. because we're bouncing them off ourselves. Well, that's a great idea. Well, I did that because, but if you right. have mentors, godly relationships, you can come to them in those moments like, I am struggling. I don't know what's happening. I thought I did. And they can encourage mm-hmm. you back to the word. We we didn't have that as much as we thought because we we left it. Actually. I, didn't, I didn't seek it. You didn't, I, you I didn't undervalued, need it. I mean, that was pride, but you didn't need it. I undervalued wise counsel and everything I touch turned to gold. And so we everything I touch too. turns to gold. Why do I need wise counsel? Right. It's working. I didn't really even understand the importance of wise counsel until I failed. Right. And then if I even had wise counsel there, they would tell me, you, you know what, DC, you know what? Entrepreneurs fail. Right. You didn't. Actually, the really best entrepreneurs that. in the world, they failed several times. And that's what helped them become the entrepreneur that they became. Mm-hmm. Instead, I, I, I was stuck in a rut thinking mm-hmm. I'm a loser. For very many years. For failing. Yeah. When be, failing is part of the journey of entrepreneurship yeah. to some extent. But I it think is. you can fail faster and fail forward with the mm-hmm. right support. Right. So as we say that now, you know, these mm-hmm. people, especially for entrepreneurs who stepped out kind of on their own, you know, family, friends are like, that's weird. Don't do that. And you have mm-hmm. this pool in your heart. You don't know exactly what it is, but you're like, there's just something I'm supposed to be doing this and it doesn't look like it's lining up right. Then mm-hmm. you need to find yeah. people in your jurisdiction, meaning other entrepreneurs, number my day, a community to encourage you through it, help mm-hmm. really just for clarification and support because right. it can be a lonely thing. It can. And when it starts to get rough and it's lonely, then that, then other things can creep in. So it's just careful to surround yourself with people who can support you and encourage you. And failure is devastating when you have no one around you. It's, it's like, it's like being in a race car mm-hmm. and crashing at full speed with no cage, right? with no helmet, with no neck gear and no medical team either. And no medical That's what team. You feel like. So right? you're just like, but when you have the, the, the wise counsel, the friends you have, uh, that, that godly counsel around you, mm-hmm. it's like crashing with the cage. You have the helmet, you have the protection. You still crash, yeah. but you'll recover faster. You're okay. They're there for you. They support you. They visit you in the hospital. They help you, you know, all that, but you'll if recover not, faster. it's faster. will. Mm. And obviously you can hear it in my voice. Uh, the scars, <laughs> Run deep, run deep. Mm-hmm. And 
I thank God for those stars, those scars. Like it's even like Paul with the thorn in the side. Yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> my mind just goes back mm-hmm. to the pain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, I am not going to deviate. Like I, I don't care what it looks like. I'm following you wherever you take me. Yeah. I no longer want to do it my way. Mm-mm. I want to do it your way. I have to humble myself. Every day. But Lord, beneath the Lord's mighty hand, and he'll lift me up in due time. Yeah. First uh, Peter 5, 6. Uh, so we said it helps us build better relationships. Mm-hmm. It helps us learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And then it also helps us serve others. Mm-hmm. And we did discuss the, the ultimate servant and example of Jesus Christ. And you know, Matthew 20, 26 to 28 says, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Mm-hmm. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yeah, and I want to encourage others to do whatever it takes to fulfill God's calling because whatever it's it so takes. easy, even for us this morning, just it's so easy to have what you want in mind. And it can be God blessed, it can be all that, but but you have these things you're I'm not gonna do that, and I'm not gonna do that, and I'm not and then it's like, well, wait a minute, are you all in? Or you you know I have too much experience to do that. Yeah. It's like, be willing to do whatever it takes to fulfill his purpose. So if he's calling you to do da, 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 and you might have to scoop horse poop on this trail to make this side money, do it. Mm -hmm. Or you might have to eyes on him, do some Uber driving on the side Mm -hmm. until some things line up. Just do whatever it takes because if he's calling you to do it, he will provide sometimes there's some humility, there's some transition things that need to mm-hmm. be done. And if we're trusting him, you know, he'll just work it out for his good. All things work together, mm-hmm. you know, for his good, if we're called according to his purpose. So it's just by doing whatever it takes to fulfill his calling. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be humility because there's some things like, I'm not doing that. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, humble yourself. That might be the reason why you it need to do that. Right, yeah. right. And all things work together for the good to those who are called according to his purpose. Who does he want you to serve? What does he want you to learn? It's in for those... a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's for a purpose. I know a lot of things in my life that I had to do, didn't want to do. Right. I remember when our first daughter was born. And yeah. this is when we first, uh, we had that first failure ever. I'm, I'm wallowing, man. Yes. I'm wallowing. And we- um, You're I in was, construction. You're doing construction I was still. doing real estate. I was doing real estate. We, we bombed at that and I started building up a construction business. So as we're doing that, I'm working with real estate investors. I have a night cleaning job. I have a night cleaning job. <laughs> a night cleaning job. Yep. But you know how God can even work through that? Because on that night cleaning job, <laughs> which is funny, they were making $10 an hour, right? That night <laughs> cleaning job, the, the manager, he came to me one, one day and he mm-hmm. said, I need to talk to you. And I said, yes. He says, I just want to let you know, we've been kind of cracking down because we see people wasting time and, and, and wasting effort. And so I wanted to pull you aside and talk to you, you know, one-on-one man to man. And he said, I just want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. He saw on the cameras. <laughs> it almost makes me cry because something I, I feel so insignificant right. can have an impact on somebody else's life. That's right. You know? That's right. And he said on the on the cameras, we, we see all these other guys. They're, they're staying, sleeping. They check in and they go back. And I, we see you, that you check in and you get to work. 
and you work. And so I like to give you a dollar raise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> a dollar raise. But he also knew that this is just my, my side hustle. Right. He, he knew that I, mean, I worked like it three days a week yeah. or whatever. But at that, that moment, I was building my company, going to sleep for three hours, getting up and going to this night job and doing it over and over again. And God is still faithful and it still yes. shows. And I was still, he still used me to make an impact for his kingdom. Yes. God is good. That And so that's what I was, that's just to encourage that, do whatever it takes. You know what I mean? And that was a season of humbling for you. I mean, we were, oh, that was low, goodness. low, low. Like your, your <sighs> self-worth was Man. so low at that season, uh, but God was still faithful. And I think for us, it's... And let me just give you a, a frame of work, okay? Yeah. So I came out, we came off of uh, probably flipping over 80, 80 houses. We're talking about... Uh, upper six figure income mm -hmm. to me working. Uh, I didn't even say the night job. I was cleaning. Did <laughs> yeah. I say clean? I don't know if I did. I you was did. like a nighttime cleaner Yeah, at a restaurant. So we were from that to the, talk about humbling. Yeah. Never had to do to that do before. No. Never ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've worked since 12. Right. Hustle. But you needed to do that. I like needed we're, it. My we're, soul needed we're seriously it. speaking here about humility. Ugh. And even at your lowest low, he still had to humble you to say, I can do all, I can, I can, you can do all things through me. You have to be humbled. And I think we could, yeah. we wouldn't be here at pages 10 now. We wouldn't be here. And there still was levels of that humility, but we wouldn't be here if those moments were there because you can still, you can be a 70 year old arrogant son of a gun yeah. you know because what? you won't humble yourself. And you know what? I'd, I'd rather be the person that God has created me to be now than that person I was wealthy. Correct. Oh my goodness. Because I see it in my family. I mean, just to be straight up. Come on, just honest and transparent. I see, I see wealthy jerks. Yes. You know, it. I do. I know wealthy jerks. And I'm glad God humbled me, but I also saw, see wealthy, generous servants. Servants. Yeah, yeah. And then also understanding that they have to go through some things, but then they humble themselves to Christ. Mm -hmm. The jerks haven't humbled themselves to Christ. Mm -mm. They haven't. So they're holding on to what they got. And, and, it's, and it's all that. People don't like to be around them. They have a lot of money. They have nothing to do. You know, they're bored with life, so they make other people's lives miserable. Versus the the ones who are are humble now. Yeah. It's like they serve people. They serve Christ with their money. And people are impacted by them. Sometimes we don't Impact. think we're doing anything. That's Jeez. but the way you carry yourself, the way you are living humble for the Lord, yeah. it encourages people. It does. They're like, man, if they can smile and he, look, he's working it in and out nights mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. then. People are encouraged I by did, that. I did. It was a night in and out. Sorry. Because I, I, work, I worked the in and out in my, I worked the in and out in my, uh, when I was when in high a school. teenager. And, and then I had to revisit it as an adult. I was like, yep. shoot, they, uh, they hired me back to work uh, the night shift. <laughs> and let me tell you, I just want to say this real quick. Like a lot of people, they, they work at fast foods, different places. And then they, they uh, say, oh, don't, don't eat there. Don't eat right. there. I'm like, eat it in and out. Like, I, if I had to eat fast food or burger, I'm going to in and out because I know how clean it is. <laughs> we clean that restaurant every night. Nice. Yeah, we keep it clean. Anyways, so shout out to in and out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cali folks, we love it. I know. Um, but yeah, just, just. And I was in Texas when I worked for it. I was in, I was in Texas. And we there. This is not a solicited paid ad, but apparently we like it. <laughs> um, yeah, just encouraging about be humble. You know, humble yeah. yourself. Put on my business out there. I just realized that. Jeez, get on, get on the podcast with your wife. She'll put all your business out I, there. You, you're just. 
I'm just more specific. You're just like not specific. I'm just super specific. I know. I'm naturally evasive. That's what God put us together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just not, I don't even think about it. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so how? How so can how? they? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Our Tangent today. today. I so, know you. You're so chatty today. So how? It's that. It's these, these close to heart topics. Yeah. Close to heart topics. That you, you want to share, you want to prevent other people from walking down Somebody, the path. Please. You know, it's like you come off a path, you're like, geez, there's a dragon, a troll, and a monster on that path. Like, don't go down. Don't, it. don't, don't and go some will just go route. anyway. Yeah. So, how? Uh, so, I have four hows. Okay. The first how is listen to others. Listen, humili- that's, that listen takes to humility. That takes humility. <laughs> listen to him. Takes humility. <laughs> it's amazing how, how many. Obstacles you can divert by listening to others. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is put the needs of others first. So one super, super crazy thing I wanted to say. Absolutely. So stay humble, but know that you can encourage people mm-hmm. and some are still going to just do the main, the thing that you're saying to and don't get offended. Yes. Because we, I've had that experience when you're literally telling somebody just for the, don't do what I did. It's da, 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 and they just go on and do it. And it's who knows what happens. Don't get offended when people don't take your advice because you're giving it out of love. And I've experienced this and I don't want this for you. Don't get offended. There are some people that have to touch the fire to know that's going to burn your finger. Yeah. They've got to burn their finger to know that that's going to burn your finger. Yes. You see my scar I have? (laughs) Some people are just like that. Yeah. So don't get offended. Um, Put the needs of others first. Mm-hmm. Another way to practice humility. That's that's a yeah. big one, especially in business. Put the needs of others first. How can I serve this person mm-hmm. best? Uh, number three, practice gratitude. Be yeah. thankful. Show your thankfulness. I mean, first to God. You give yes. God thanksgiving, right? And yes. gratitude and, and then to others. That takes yes. humility mm-hmm. to say thank you. And you can put that into, I was, you say it like that too, just being grateful, but you can also put that into your uh, business practices and yes. being, you know, I love thank you cards. I love mm-hmm. holidays. I love appre- mm-hmm. being appreciative. So taking that step, realtors, you know, we can um, send thank you notes and things mm-hmm. like that, but take that step to let people know you appreciate them because without your customers, your patrons, you don't have a business. If no one is using your services and products and what have you, you don't have a business. So be grateful for them and make sure they know that they're grateful because I'm the type when I have that touch and that um, interaction, I'm more apt to go with them, even when their prices change ever so slightly. I stick with them because I love the relationship, you know, mm-hmm. like I love our chiropractor. And when her rates go up, it's like, who cares? She's awesome. I love her. She's amazing. So let me look for a discount chiropractor to, <laughs> yeah, like, to no, work on my back and no. my neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, some, it's sometimes not about the money, it but it's a, about the relationship. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yes, it is. And then number four is be willing to learn and grow. Another way to, to, to practice humility, be learning to, to learn. Be learning and grow. to learn. Be I like willing. To be willing. I would want to say another scripture. Let us strive out to live. What it says in Mike, Micah 6, 8 mm. is that he has shown you, O oh mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? Mm-hmm. To act justly. And to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Be willing to learn and grow, especially from our greatest teacher, mm-hmm. uh, which Jesus. 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 And we have connections we went through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
And if we if we will call ourselves Christians, if we will call ourselves Christian entrepreneurs, Christian business owners, then attributes of Christ should be evident in our business practices and how we live our life. And he operated as a servant. So we should too. Yes. Any last words? My last words are be humble, just like Christ. And we'll end with that. Bless you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Let me ask you a question. Do you desire to live in your God given purpose? If so, I believe this 31 day study challenge will help you go to numbermyday.com slash 31 days to download the workbook and join us on Substack. That's numbermyday.com slash the number 31 D A Y S. I'm looking forward to you joining us in this journey towards living in our God given purpose.